you there and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Welcome back, Savvy Souls. So today we're going to talk about what to do when you're stuck in a thought rut. So I talk a lot in this podcast about new perspectives, ways to think differently, how to ask yourself powerful questions and discover thoughts that work well for you. Thoughts that can shift your emotions, help you take different actions and produce different results in your life. Shifting thoughts can definitely and dramatically positively change your life. Shifting your thoughts can open you up to new solutions, help you feel better and have you showing up differently. But shifting your thoughts isn't always so simple and it's not the end game. Here's what a lot of you do when you discover how empowering it can feel to shift your thoughts. You make this into yet another thing you believe you can do right or wrong. It becomes another thing that you're striving to achieve. Here's what I hear a lot. I'm so frustrated. I know that when I think about this differently, I feel so much better. I know that. I've experienced that. But that old thought just keeps coming up. I can't seem to ditch it. I know how to think differently. I get it intellectually. But yet that thought I don't want to believe keeps surfacing. Help me. Eventually, I hear the inevitable question. How can I get rid of that thought? I should be done with it. So there are definitely some thoughts that don't serve us, and yet we tend to fall back into believing them. And so they keep surfacing over and over and over again. This is such a common problem. I can name several of the thoughts that are hard to ditch because they come up so often for so many people. Thoughts like, I'm stuck, or I just don't feel like I'm good enough, or I don't fit in, I don't belong or I really need to do better, or they'll, whoever that is, they'll think. And then whatever bad or disabling thing that you imagine people who don't have your back and are ready to judge you, think about you. It's that fussing about what other people think and thinking it's important. So when you think one of these thoughts over and over and you can't seem to let go of it, you're in what I call a thought rut. We all do this all of us. I have my own thought ruts. So even though I'm a highly skilled coach and I know the link between my own thoughts and how I think and feel and act, and yet there are still some go-to thoughts that I naturally have, despite how unhelpful they are, despite how unhelpful I know them to be. So what I want you to know is it's not a matter of skill. It's not a matter of needing to know how to do a how to do your thought work better. It's not a matter of getting to a spot where the habitual thoughts don't arise. What is important is learning why you have the sticky thoughts and what to do when they come up. So let's first look at why some thoughts keep surfacing for you over and over. 
there are two relevant things you need to know about your brain that will help explain this. One is your brain is efficient. Second thing is it's your brain's job to keep you alive, not to achieve some kind of elevated state or level of greater uh, connected with the connectedness with the universe. Okay. Because your brain's efficient, it develops automatic responses to particular situations. So it doesn't have to figure out everything from fresh every time. So your brain wires in particular patterns of thought, it thoughts, it finds a response that seems to work in the sense of a response that keeps you alive. And it repeats that response when the same threat arises. Repeated thoughts are essentially hardwired in your brain. You're faced with a particular circumstance and boom, that thought suddenly there. It's like it's automatic. So for example, you think about the job you don't like and your brain offers you, I'm stuck. Your brain thinks this is a great thought. Why? Because this is the perfect thought to keep you right exactly where you are. Remember, your brain just wants you to survive. You might not love what you're doing. You might not love your life, but you're alive, right? This thought, clearly working, says your brain, is keeping you from making a change. A change is uncertain. We don't like change. A change involves some risk. Your brain says, no way. Let's stay right where we are right now. That's the best way to go. So it reminds you to think, I'm stuck. And this becomes your automatic thought when you think about your career. Two wins for your brain. First, no effort expended. No effort thinking through the options and what's possible, just my automatic response. And secondly, you get to keep doing what's already worked to keep you alive. Your brain's using proven technology. Awesome. Another example, you enter into a new room and you immediately think, I don't belong. As you've become more aware, you've noticed that this is a go-to thought for you. This is a thought that you've repeated over and over again throughout your life. Why would you keep practicing a thought that makes you feel so terrible? Because belonging is a fundamental human need. It's a fundamental human need because in older times, humans who didn't belong, humans who were banished from the group most often perished. Our brains are alert to us not belonging. They're highly alert to us not belonging because not belonging is dangerous. So our brains are on the outlook for us not belonging. Our brains are vigilant that way. Our brains tell us we don't belong because we're different. So that we can become more like the people around us. We can take ourselves out of danger. This strategy works well because the more we're motivated to fit in, the more anxious we are to be considered part of the group, the more we'll work at suppressing our differences and unique qualities the more we'll be like everyone else. So our brain says, yes, amazing strategy. Let's fit in. Let's not get ostracized from the group. Let's keep motivating ourselves by believing we don't fit in so that we can make ourselves fit in. So what do you do if you have the same repetitive thoughts that don't help you get the results that you're aiming for? So the first step is awareness, just paying attention to your thoughts. 
Start by noticing any unhelpful thoughts that you keep thinking in situations and in different contexts. Sometimes journaling can help you. So spend 10 minutes at the start of your day and just write down everything that passes through your mind. Even if your mind is saying, well, this is boring, this is useless, just write all of that down. Do this for a few weeks, 10 minutes every morning, and you'll start to notice the icky feeling thoughts that keep resurfacing the same stories that tell yourself over and over again. So the first step is awareness. The next step is I want you to actually experience that thought. When you think that thought, how does it make you feel? Frustrated, incapable, ashamed, helpless, sad, anxious. These are some of the emotions that might surface for you. So now whether you can name the emotion or not, get grounded, put your feet on the floor and notice the physical sensations in your body as you say whatever sentence it is that keeps resurfacing for you. Notice, do you have a tightening in your gut, a clenching in your heart, a heavy feeling in your chest, a pang in your shoulder? Really any physical sensation, notice it and really feel into it. Choose a name for each area where you feel a different physical sensation. Whatever comes to mind will be fine. So when I did this exercise yesterday morning, I got the name rope for the physical sensation in my gut and firelight for the physical sensation around my heart. Once you've named each area, conduct an interview with it. For example, say rope. I'm here now, I'm here to listen. So whatever name you've come up with, tell it, call it by its name and say, I'm here now, I'm ready to listen. And then ask it why it's there, what it wants you to know, what it's trying to communicate. Assure it that you're here just to listen, not to judge it. Ask it if it has any messages for you. And before you do this, you can record the interview or afterwards you can write down notes of anything that feel important to you that arise. And then thank the sensation. Tell it that you're here for it. Tell it that it can come back and talk to you anytime it wants. Tell it you love it. And then the third step is release your judgments about you having the sticky thought. So here's how. Your circumstance is that you keep thinking the same thought over and over again, and you haven't been able to shake it. And it keeps making you feel terrible, and it keeps having you not show up the way that you want. Now ask yourself, how do I want to feel about this? How do I want to feel about the fact that I keep thinking this thing over and over again? Until now, you may have been feeling frustrated or sad or shamed or helpless or inadequate about having this repetitive thought. And that's because you're thinking something like, oh my God, not this again, or I can't believe I'm still thinking this, but feeling frustrated, sad, ashamed, helpless, or inadequate doesn't help you in any way. So ask yourself, how do you want to feel about your sticky thought? Some suggestions could be, I want to feel accepting. I want to feel loving. I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel curious or compassionate. 
So let's say that you want to feel compassionate. How do you need to think about your sticky thought to feel compassionate? It could be by thinking, I keep thinking this thought and I love myself. Or it could be, I learned to think this when I was facing and then like whatever kind of more traumatic thing happened to you. And of course my brain thinks this is what I need now. Or it could be, I've picked this thought up from my cultural and historical context. I can have so much compassion for being a human in this context who has this thought. Or suppose you want to feel accepting, try thinking, I'm thinking, and then whatever it is you're thinking, and that's okay. Or you could try thinking, I can think this thought and not believe it. And even, I'm not my thoughts, or this thought means nothing about me. So when you do these three things, so when you become aware of the sticky thought and you really feel into the emotions and physical sensations it brings up and you stop believing there's something wrong with you for thinking it, the sticky thought will start to lose some of its stickiness. It's still going to surface from time to time, but, we'll, but it will come and go more easily and with less impact. You won't suffer as much because of it. It won't guide your thinking and influence your direction. It will be something that passes through your mind from time to time. It won't be a big deal. You'll be a human who sometimes thinks this thought and you'll understand that that's an okay place to be. So guys, it's not always about changing your thoughts. It's so often about having compassion for yourself as the human that has that thought. And that thought will start to lose a lot of its sting when you do that. So I love you guys. I love all the beautiful savvy souls who listen to this podcast. And if you're one of them and you had an insight or you've learned a technique or strategy that's helped you, I'd love to hear from you. Tell me about it. Tell me how it helped. By doing this, you help me know what kind of things are useful to focus on in this podcast what kind of things you'd like to hear more of. And so if you do have some reactions that you'd like to share with me, just send them to me at the email address, heather at graced, G-R-A-C-E-D, canvas, C-A-N-V-A-S dot com. I'd also so appreciate it if you'd share this episode or any other episode that's been helpful to you with friends, your family, or anyone else you know the episode could help. That way, you'll help me reach more people who can then benefit from all the information I'm downloading here. And of course, Savvy Souls, know that I'm always here for you. If you find yourself yearning to expand your horizons more, think more creatively about your life, overcome hurdles that are keeping you where you are, helping you manage your doubts and fears, and start living the life you want, I can help. Let's explore your issues together so that I can diagnose what I'm hearing and give you that feedback. I think you'll 
probably find my feedback is something different than what you've been thinking is the problem. And if after our discussion, it makes sense, we can talk about working together and diving deeper into the work I offer here, or it might not make sense. And I can recommend a different direction for you, a different person you can um, seek out or something that you can do on your own. So to book your free coaching consultation call, just go to www.gracedgraced, like dog, canvas.com slash work hyphen with hyphen me. So savvy souls, see you next time. Have an awesome week where you're so compassionate about thoughts that are sticky. Love you guys. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.